Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. Uh, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to make sure to let you know that if you follow us on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate us and review us. We'd really, really appreciate it. But anyway, today I have a media company that I'm quite excited to talk about and talk to, mostly because I find that the niche that they sort of go into compared to a lot of other people that I talk to is that these guys are on the forefront of sort of like business and getting a wide variety of work done, including, you know, real estate, music videos, lifestyle events, and so on. And these guys are actually quite prolific already in the sense of on Google, if you look them up, they'll actually have unanimous five-star reviews all, already saying they're professional, they're very prompt, they deliver incredible content, uh, they have visionary and creative aspects that'll keep you assured for every step of the design process. And uh, even they'll somebody says that uh, their customer service is second to none, Chick-fil-A included, and they listen and will accommodate to your wants and needs like a guy on a third date before he closed the deal. So take that in for what, <laughs> what you want. You can take that however you want. But all I'm saying is these guys are good. So of course, I'm talking about Matt, John and Tyler from Amarok Media Company. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us here. Welcome. It's great to be here. Yeah, of course. Uh, by the way, just pass the microphone to each person whenever you guys are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you so much for coming along. How's your guys' day been so far? It's been good. It's uh, we were excited to wake up and get here today to start this. It's nice to have a another podcast person in our lives, and then maybe be able to collaborate from time to time, ongoing with. I think that sounds like a dope yeah. idea. Also, do you guys want to introduce yourself so yeah. the audience? So, knows? so you're hearing right now the sultry tones of Matt Shea, <laughs> uh, one uh, one leg of the tripod that is Amarok Media, and uh, here's our creative director. Hi, I'm Tyler Meservi, creative director, sitting here with these fine gentlemen this morning. Pretty excited to be here. And this is the monotone monologue of John Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so, um, Matt, you are the leader of the group here. And John, uh, you're considered the North Star, whatever that is, <laughs> business relations and whatnot. You'll understand soon enough. <laughs> all right. And then Tyler, you're the creative director. So how did you guys, okay, so before we get into all of this, before I get into the usual first questions, is your name based off of Witcher 3 or is that inspired by Witcher 3 at all? So no. And great question. Everyone asks where this name comes from. Um, and it comes from actually first determining what we wanted to base our brand about. Right. Was, uh, and we, we settled on a wolf. Um, the idea of the wolf, I mean, I could speak for the, this whole session about great attributes uh, that have to do with it, the leadership. Um, wolves are ancient. They've been around forever. They're not going anywhere. Uh, you always have a leader in a pack, but you always have a pack. They're very loyal. Um, they're migratory. They're always on the move. So very proactive. I mean, we could go on forever. Yeah, so yeah. we figured out, okay, we want this this logo and this wolf and this company to be something moving onward and upward and always kind of going what we're getting what we're going for. Um, and then Tyler did a little bit of research and we came up with Amarok. And okay. do you want to maybe talk a little bit about why, why that word came to be? Yeah, we were just, we liked the idea of the wolf and everything. And I was looking into ancient wolves and wolf mythology and came across the legend of the Amarok, which I believe, and I might be getting this wrong because it's a Wikipedia article. So <laughs> I didn't check all the sources, but what I was reading was, uh, the Amarok is actually this kind of, oddly enough, a bit of a lone wolf, but a giant wolf in the north and uh, kind of a feared hunter. And that even though it was a lone wolf, I think we were all three of us kind of each an Amarok coming together to create a pack of Amarok. Okay. If that makes any sense. We were all kind of wanting to come into this with this idea of we want to be fierce competitors in the industry and just kind of hunt out all the jobs. And uh, yeah really get it from there yeah yeah get it done yeah yeah totally very cool so where okay now i want to get into your histories a little bit how did you guys get into working with multimedia in the first place and then how did you guys meet are you guys childhood friends or so we actually have known each other for quite a while um john and i are a little closer in age tyler's about like just a year i think in advance um John and I grew up as best friends from like elementary, so really cannot get rid of the guy and, and he the same, and <laughs> nor would we want to. Yeah. Um, and then we come from a very small town in Nova Scotia, so we're East Coasters. 
And I say small town. We're talking about 6,000 maybe at its peak on the best day when everybody shows up to tell you they're there. (laughs) And uh, so, of course, that means we know Tyler. So we all go to the same schools, (laughs) you know, same elementaries, junior highs, high schools. You know everybody. Um, uh, And uh, one of the first places I I moved into out of high school was actually an apartment with this guy where I got to know him a little bit better. Um, We were at that point more into, I think, both being musicians so we would always talk about and sing and, and rap and create and, and do right. stuff on, on that level. Yeah. Um, but uh, really, that's kind of how we all know each other. And then um, Tyler led the way as far as multimedia goes in, in more recent years. So that's, you know, because that's like 15, 20 years ago. Now yeah. we're talking about the past five to 10 has been more. Um, we went out and we all did our own things, but stayed in touch collaborated here and there right? Um, until we could kind of, me and Tyler lived in Halifax together, do things more often. Okay. Um, outside of our other nine to fives, um, some film fests, some, some short films, music videos, um, dumb songs. Like <laughs> and, uh, and then we decided, okay, well, um, we've got something going here. Let's, let's try making it a bit of a business. And we had a couple other sort of ventures, you would say, that were not formal, formal businesses, but we were trying to get a brand established and, and kind of get our feet wet and gain some experience. And yeah. that kind of led us to getting more to multimedia, more video creation than like our musical past, I think. Right. But we try to include some of that in every creative we do. And we try to, uh, I guess, use music to influence our content. Oh, okay. What kind of music do you guys all like? Oh man, we like anything as long as it's good. It's got a good be good melody. Since we're all musicians, you know, there's good country, there's good rap, there's good, maybe even good top 40. <laughs> but blues, jazz, you know, anything instrumental. I just want to say the guys are always making fun of me because I'll be sitting in the office listening to random movie scores or television <laughs> scores. And it kind of, uh, yeah, I think we all like a bunch of different things, but we all have our own flavor of the things we like and right yeah you wouldn't know it but uh we got some musical talents that we're waiting to unleash upon Kelowna here really so like some fun projects that we're going to start working on to kind of say hey like (laughs) we're not looking for a record deal but hey we're, (laughs) we're out here let's let's jam let's have some fun especially with um like our access to to studio space and things like that. It's, yeah. a, it's a great opportunity for us to kind of stretch those legs again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so like what kind of uh, sound did you guys have before? Are you guys going to pursue that again? Or is it like a new thing altogether? I have a, a background in hip hop. Okay. Mostly. Mostly right. like writing and not so much like massive performing, but like kind of performing my own stuff. Right. Um, partnering it back in the day with a person who would produce. Right. Um, Tyler, he's a bit of everything. Okay. Most instruments, a little bit of singing too, but he's uh, he's got his own hip hop album too. Like we're really, really, a, we're really oh. a good mix of everything. And, and John is uh, is great on a guitar too. And um, so there's sort of like no genre we won't touch or put fun <laughs> at or have fun with or, or, or play around with. Yeah. Um, our small town, a lot of people are musicians there and that's right. kind of one of the things that would always bring us together is we're going out to see friends, bands and things. And while living in Halifax, when our friends bands would come up there, that's when Matt and I would start collaborating on making music videos for them and yeah. kind of. Uh, embracing our love of music, but going from it at a totally different angle with the the videos and photos and graphics and things like that. Right, 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 right. Okay, very cool, very cool. So when it came to all... So you guys have been working together for quite a few years now. You guys have lived together even and gotten some sort of like preliminary business work done. So then what made you guys want to like necessarily start off with Amarok then and like really solidify it after all this time? Well, we spent a lot of time over the last couple of years kind of waiting to get together, waiting to start something and practicing to start right. something, right? So we met up uh, this spring and all got together and the guys came up to Kelowna where I already was and we just fell in love with the culture here and fell in love with the landscape and the people and, you know, it was just kind of an inspiration to say, this is our time, this is this is when we're going to start. Yeah. Let's start now, not tomorrow, let's start now. Good call. Yeah, and we just we all got into it we all dove head in these guys quit their jobs moved out um we formed a company we're a legally binding company and we're here to take over very cool what's it feel like 
it's exciting, man. It can be a wave of emotions. Like it can be nerve wracking. It can be uh, daunting. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just like uh, very influential, very motivating, very captive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's energy is what it is. Yeah, and that's the beauty about entrepreneurship. And you know what? I find that artistry has a very... They're very much two sides of the same coin, right? It's like uh, when it comes to being a musician and being an entrepreneur, it very much has the same type of like you have to market yourself. You have to do all... You have to know the business behind it and, you know, understand the contracts and money and everything like that. So uh, I wanted to go into how did you guys find Kelowna in the first place? How, like you guys are from the East Coast. How did you guys know that this place even existed <laughs> great question because we keep, we've we told a lot of people it was either hit or miss we were like hey we're moving out to Kelowna and people were like that's the one place I want to go visit in Canada or they were like what where's that who's that's that what's that? <laughs> who's that but uh I think this one's for John he's the, he was the first one here yeah so I actually moved out to Alberta about eight years ago and lived yeah. there for eight years yeah and then would visit Kelowna on the regular and had a bunch of friends here come here every summer you know, in summer in the Okanagan's world renowned. So after a while, it's just like, I should live here. I want to live here. I'm going to live here. I'm living here. Oh, yeah. so, so cool. We left the past behind. And as soon as anybody gets a taste of the Okanagan, I think it's the same kind of mentality. Yeah. yeah. What's the reputation like in Kelowna, of Kelowna, like over in the East Coast? Like, why do people say like, oh, I want to go there? Why do they say that? It's the California, Canada, man. It's gorgeous yeah. here. It's beautiful, especially coming from the East Coast. We're water-based people. Yeah. Like, it's just very important to us. And to have one of the biggest lakes in Canada and one of the nicest lakes in Canada is yeah. just huge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it's super versatile living here. Like, in the summer you have the lakes as you were saying and then in the winter you have the mountains right it's the best of both worlds yeah and you don't get that really anywhere else in canada true yeah and another thing everyone doesn't know is that it is <laughs> constantly blowing a gale <laughs> in nova scotia like on a good day it's still windy what does blowing a gale mean <laughs> so <laughs> so it means it is like very high pressure winds Oh, very often. Like okay. They call Chicago the windy city. It should be Nova Scotia, the windier city, <laughs> the windier province. Yeah. It's a, it's very, so even in the summer you can have like a cold breeze and then you can imagine if it's already minus five or something in the winter and then our wind comes, it's, there's a, you know, wind chill of minus 30 all of a sudden. <sighs> And it's just wind. It's not that cold, but your face is, you know, red raw. You got to have scarves. Everything's got to go on. Yeah. The other thing, too, is uh, the salt. So salt goes on the roads everywhere there. Yeah. It's a little different. And um, it's nice to not be in those, like, dry, weird... It, it, it's not depressing. <laughs> winter in, is gets darker and, de I guess, more depressing everywhere in that way that they say, oh, the, the winter depression. I just mean... It's it's a bit dreary. It's a bit wetter. It's, yeah, okay. it's, it's not the same kind of climate here. Right. So what I'm getting at is it's just temperate and beautiful here. And why not le leave somewhere where, you know, you have to chain down your, your patio furniture every wind season? Yeah. <laughs> Another great thing about this area, too, is this is where things are happening. Right. Um, I love Halifax and mm -hmm. it's beautiful there, even though Matt... <laughs> just kind of rift it up with how windy it is. It is beautiful there nice. if it's not too windy. And, uh, but yeah, it's just, this is where things are happening. Um, so many television shows and movies are being shot just four hours away in Vancouver. Oh, and yeah. And even here in the Okanagan and as here well. in the Okanagan, yeah. which it's growing more and more every year. We, uh, we hear a lot about it in the industry locally and yeah, it's just, there's a lot of opportunity around here, and that that was very attractive to us. Yeah, and uh, as you guys know, I just interviewed uh, Jordan Powers, and he goes on to film sets all the time. Do you guys ever go on to work with him as well outside of uh, Amarok? So since we've been here, we've been privileged enough to really be on the go. Mm -hmm. um, and other other than like kind of talking shop or stepping into a project when it's happening at the factory yeah. uh, where we're stationed, we haven't been like kind of going to excursions or locations with them guys yet. Yeah. But uh, we talk about it a lot. We can't wait to when everybody has the right schedule for it. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to coordinate such a 
yeah. huge amount of people. But I think uh, I think having you guys on there is such a would be a gr- good asset because you guys clearly know what you're doing with your own business. So uh, yeah, you guys have sort of ventured into instead of sort of doing like the whole YouTube thing or doing sort of like being a part of something else, you guys have ventured into your own sort of like style of doing your work and you guys have yeah i was mentioning earlier you guys kind of have more of a really professional edge to it right uh so what made you guys want to go in that direction versus something else um right i think one of the things too that jumped out at us about that uh kind of vision towards this company is the idea that we want we want to be as, as cinematic as possible with everything we're doing yeah and kind of we're taking a few pages from the casey neistat book which is you know get out there oh um, uh i flicked it down for a second yeah, flick it back up. Oh, you're good. You're good. good. Yeah, yeah. Good to go. Awesome. Yeah, the Casey Neistat style, like vlogging, but with a cinematic flair. We're trying yeah. to bring that into uh, business and advertising and marketing. Yeah. So things aren't as stilted as kind of the commercials we grew up with, where right. you know newer generations coming up and and uh, you know millennials and even younger than that it's really hard to sell them things because we see through everything these days. Mm -hmm. So to be able to give uh, the ads some style to the videos, the photos, whatever it is, the graphic design, some style that lends itself more towards uh, cinema and being real with people. I think that's, that's definitely one of our goals for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, with video especially, it gives us so much more power to be creative. With our musical backgrounds, you know, it's all audio and instruments. We still get to do that. Yeah. Plus video creation, plus editing, plus lenses, plus set and setting, plus characters, scripts. Like, the world is our oyster. And right now, the way the world's going with, you know, YouTube and even pre-rolls and marketing and IG and Facebook and Twitter and Musical.ly, like, there's just no end. Like, our versatility can be put over every platform and our work is never done. So yeah. there's always more to do, there's always more to see, there's always more to shoot, there's always more to create. And that was what attracted us, that the world is in such a technology, technology-based um, era right now yeah. that it's just very exciting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's why it's so much easier for people to start up companies like yours and be an entrepreneur nowadays which is so awesome like being like you guys have probably heard casey say that oh maybe you know making films was so hard and like what is the most expensive art forms like back in the 20th century but nowadays you pick up your iphone and you can create a music video you can like do that on a commercial level which is crazy yeah there's no better time than now technology allows anybody to do it right now yeah and with our three different skill sets it just was the perfect trifecta you know we're all very very creative so each video we to put our stamp on it has to be done right we don't release it until it's perfect and above everybody else right in our opinion right yeah, so yeah. tyler is very very creative and does a lot of editing matt storyboards a lot you know i bring a little bit of the business sense to the business it's just the perfect kind of trifecta for amarok to be a national brand right so you were saying i'll find out what North Star means when it refers to you. So tell me, tell me what that means, man. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've been doing business aside from Amrock for the past four years now. Yeah. Through Alberta and Saskatchewan and BC. So just the North Star being, I can help Amarok miss some of the mistakes that I've already made in business. You right. Know, through taxes and CRA and financial institutions and all the hurdles that every entrepreneur goes through because they don't teach you those things in school yeah you learn them by trial and error so me being the north star i can help to deflect situations and problems that will cause pain that's cool have you ever been to any sort of business school or anything like that or is it sort of just trial and error i am a successfully proud dropout of two business schools yeah yeah <laughs> give me a high five for i that say one. that with extreme <laughs> pride yeah. um yeah i went to university twice dropped out both times because courses I was taking had nothing to do with business, but they're prerequisites. I took a course on extraterrestrial life, biological anthropology, obviously never going to help you in the business world. (laughs) And I didn't have the funds to be paying for these courses. So I just said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to drop out and I'm going to do this on my own the right way. Good call. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you just sort of do it. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, with the internet today, how it is, it's like you could watch probably YouTube videos on every aspect of business. Yeah, and and save you know thousands upon thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's, everything's out there now, and totally, and there's no better. Uh, experience than experience and yeah getting out there and doing it you know yeah uh, it's the best way to learn that's for sure yeah and there's one thing that i find that college wouldn't teach you and uh hold on, computer okay there's one thing that i found that college doesn't teach you is motivation like you can learn on the you know the practical side of it but there's no college that can beat a Gary Vaynerchuk music or a Gary Vaynerchuk video. You know what I mean? Like that is motivation to the max. Like if you don't get hyped up watching that, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And and that's a great point. Like him, Tony Robbins and in our industry, like, uh, well, the rock. Yeah. And, and he's on in every asset. Well, Kevin <laughs> And like, so we can go check out, like we mentioned Casey and all these vloggers and too, and like video centric Um, moguls and motivators and influencers and so what we're doing is not spending so much time in that that classroom but self-educating and getting out there and playing with those toys figuring out how to use them figuring out maybe if we can some new ways to use them that everyone else isn't thinking about because they've been programmed for the specific maybe styling of their their professors there or that way of that school or well this is the this was the curriculum when I went there we learned all about this this type of photography or this type of film, but there's so much more than whatever anything is. We're always creating and evolving everything together as a whole industry, as a collective. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's just like how we were talking to that teacher just before our interview. (laughs) She was saying, she was saying, oh yeah, I was teaching all this stuff and now it's not even useful anymore. You know, like cursive, nobody uses, like not that many people write in cursive anymore. It, yeah, it's not necessary to do business. It's it's yeah. a great thing and everything. Penmanship is, yeah, wahoo and great when you write a birthday card. But <laughs> at the end of the day, can you type up or can you print out or can you communicate whatever you need to do to get the job done? And that's yeah. kind of what, what we do. We blaze our own trail in, these, in this forest that this wolf runs in. Yeah. In the world we live in now, you need to learn 10 years ahead. And yeah. A lot of the schooling systems are 10 years behind. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, personally, I've always found that I just... The methods that they teach in school just never really seem to click with me all that well. You know what I mean? Like, I just always found that schooling just wasn't like, unless it was like very hands on, like an electronics class or something like that, or music or whatever. uh, I wouldn't, you know, like, it just it just wasn't like the best way to learn. And I find a lot of people sort of agree in that front like even that teacher that was that we were talking to was saying that a lot of the curriculum is now changing to be more hands-on and i think that is the way of the future you know because a lot of the things that you for example learn off of the internet off of youtube it'll say okay step-by-step instructions and you can do it hands-on while learning Mm -hmm. online which makes it very easy to learn like final cut or premiere or like whatever it is that you use and it makes making videos a lot easier nowadays yeah totally agree there yeah yeah but uh, once again though you guys have this edge though because you have actually used already tons of experience in creating films and being in business already for so long so i want to get into what you guys have already done here in Kelowna since you guys have started amarok what have you guys so you guys have actually worked with supplement king and also a few other real estate joints to sort of show off some you know homes and whatnot so what else have you guys done here um since starting in amarok so we've had the privilege of being able to already be versatile with clients that we've we've taken on. Yeah. Um, and in, of course, I I can say s- certain things, and some things have to wait until they're releasing the sure. promotional mit- content we're creating for them. Sure. But being able to do um, stuff like you'll see, we collaborated with Predator Ridge out there. Yeah. Um, for kind of a a longer piece, it's a it's something that the longest piece is something more not private. It's, it's something they're, they're, they're showcasing at their location. Yeah. Um, so that's not everything you can find, but I think we do have that on our, on our YouTube. Do we have a link on for, uh, folks who aren't familiar? What is Predator Ridge? Predator good Ridge. Qu- yeah, yeah well, good exactly. <laughs> so Predator Ridge being, uh, a, a massive, uh, uh, like kind of golfing community, 
um, over in Lake, near Lake Country or in Lake Country? Yeah. Near I don't know that. how the regions are like most specifically broken up yet, or, but um, they're, what they are is a real estate development company mm-hmm. that builds lifestyles around their developments to make them more appealing for people. Right. So they're known for their golf courses. They're known yeah. for their restaurants and, and the other amenities. Um, and having them reach out to us and look to work, uh, work with us so early on, it was good for our confidence in this community, seeing that others are already seeing what we've got. Now let's, let's go nail that out of the park. It's like being called to the baseball game. You still haven't swung the bat yet though. Yeah. And then we got to swing the bat and, uh, we hit a home run. So it kind of, uh, opened some doors for us actually. Yeah. And, uh, we really like doing that because it's more, it was more of lifestyle content, which is yeah. right up our alley. It's our bread and butter, but yeah. we'll do anything. Um, I think we really all like to be outdoors, in nature, living life, around people, doing sports and stuff. So yeah, yeah. if we can blend that with our with the kind of clientele that we're working with, it's it's our most ideal situation. You know, that's actually really interesting because you guys have such a love for the Okanagan here, which the people that kind of grew up and living here were already like, oh yeah, we know the Okanagan. But you guys can actually flex your filmmaking by actually filming something you really really love and get a sort of a cinematic sort of vibe on all of this stuff yeah like just being here we've already taken advantage of it i think just like you said because we're kind of new to it you know we'll spend a whole day shooting where we climb a cliff yeah yeah just yeah. to get that content where like a lot of other people may be like oh, i already climbed that five times or whatever but yeah. we're just eager to go do it right yeah and uh even on the ride in this morning like looking up at the mountains covered in a bit of snow, like they're getting more and more dusty as the days go. Yeah. And it just makes me excited for the possibilities of things coming this winter and yeah. like shooting on different ski hills around the local area and snowmobiling, everything, ice skating. They just opened a new uh, skating rink in town, the outdoor one, and we shot a little video there. So, yeah, I love, I love this area already. It still hasn't totally set in that i'm living in bc but (laughs) when i see you know the snow on the mountains it kind of clicks in for a second yeah yeah i think we've been so uh nose down to the grind just hey let's keep getting things out there let's keep creating yeah um that it sort of seems like we've been here forever because we work so hard but also it feels like we haven't we're still not even here. Like we moved here yesterday. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like not that we're not settled, but it's like we haven't settled for the good reasons. We haven't slowed down. We haven't relaxed. We haven't stopped. There's always an idea. There's always something to do. Yeah. And it keeps it feeling like you're on a vacation. Totally. And a you vacation guys... passes so quick. Yeah, absolutely. Very true. And speaking of uh, feeling like you just moved here yesterday, I can still hear all your accents. <laughs> that's they're not, and they're not the heaviest from out there either. But no, they're uh, not. We, we but get I, that. Yeah. yeah, that's funny though. Do do people ever like when they see you? They're like, "Oh, you're you're not from here." Do you get that? I don't as much get it. I've had a few people point out. I've had a couple people upon learning that I'm from the East Coast be like, oh, you sound like you're from around here. Yeah. If I have to say, John sounds like he's a, he's from, from the West. Yeah. Because he's yeah. been out here the longest. He's got a few uh, isms that, that he's adopted. I think you give Matt and I like two beer and it'll come out even worse. <laughs> <laughs> don't get us around a group of ourselves. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Can't wait for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's so sick. Very cool. So, um, what do you guys have currently working? Uh, what are you guys currently working on right now in terms of projects? Um, so, anything you're allowed to talk about? By yeah, the way, <laughs> no, great question. We are currently uh, Tyler's editing a few videos that we've shot in the past week or so that are more of um, Kelowna specific experiences. Mm-hmm. So, just getting content that is not even so much call to action oriented, but just spreading happiness, spreading joy, spreading energy, showing our cinematic skills at the same time. Yeah. Um, is there anything I'm, I'm missing that maybe we should or shouldn't say? A lot of our projects, um, we have a confidentiality clause okay. that we can't release. We can only do teasers behind the scenes until they launch their commercials or their products. Okay. We are working, we just started working with a national brand to do some Boxing Day things. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that was our first uh, major client, which is kind of a cool milestone for us. Again, like Matt said. Yeah, so tomorrow morning we are going to be partnering up with a local business Mm -hmm. um, to, and this is really important, um, it's not about us, but there was an opportunity to collaborate to not only do this good thing, but we can help them promote it. So what it is is a a warm clothes drive. So jackets, scarves, hats, 
sweaters, mittens, things like that. Right. Um, that's for a local business um, just downtown there. And what we're doing tomorrow is just going to go in. Um, we have a lot of stuff we've accumulated to donate. And we were, we were looking for someone to do this with anyways. We want to give back. We want to get to that. We want to be quickly rooted in this community. Right. Not just a, we're not people here to do business. Yeah. Yeah. Earn money and leave or do anything like that. It's, this is going to be our, our home. This is yeah. our home. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's show people what we're really about. And this is stuff we would be doing on the East coast. We're, we're looking to do it as soon as possible here. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we have, uh, a, a part, a person in our company already does a lot of um, just self-lifts acts month to month where um, she'll go purchase soup and hand out or she'll do different initiatives like that that she takes on board that has nothing to do with anything but her her personal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we spoke with her and, and asked like, so we, we have this idea and we, we have this to offer, aka we have the like coat, we have some some clothing we can give yeah. um, and video skill. We have promotional skills we can offer. Yeah, yeah. Who should we reach out to? And so we were pointed in this direction and um, coincidentally, we saw, and it's, I think I can, I think I can say the company cause they're, it's being promoted. It's base coat beauty. Okay. Like okay. A salon. Right. Um, we saw Kelowna now had actually shared a story, um, saying these, that this initiative is happening. This, this warm clothing drive, yeah. anybody want looking to help out, reach out to them. So we said, not only would we like to donate, um, how can we help spread the word? And I think they're doing it until Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, we can, you can check our Instagram out or hers, um, for formal details. We'll, we'll make sure that's clear on what day is the last day, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we encourage everybody to get out there and, and, and give what they can or, or even tell somebody else about it to, to see if they have something to offer. So just looking to give back and you can keep an eye out for a quick little, uh, promo video coming from that here probably in the next couple of days. Very cool. Very cool. Well, this podcast is going to, isn't going to come out until Monday next week. So by okay. that point, the video might already be out actually. Yeah. So. so go check out our Instagram, Amarok Media. Um, check out it's base C beauty. I do believe is her Instagram handle, um, for more details, but that mm-hmm. is active right now. And, uh, and don't hesitate, go in there and, and help out. Yeah, get it. Check it. Check it out. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Um, so that's what you have coming up, uh, like nearby, uh, anything potentially in the future that you do want to work on? Yeah. Um, Tyler, so John will be going some, on some holidays. We've, we're looking at really looking forward to the spring. First of all, I'll preface with uh, and, I think and, everybody is and all the filming <laughs> and like all the, uh, aside from like personal projects we have planned, like, uh, really look forward to deal with some golf courses we have lined yeah. up, um, more lifestyle oriented stuff where the the weather's nice. Um, but even in the meantime, the most, the more immediate, um, future Tyler and I are are looking at, uh, we were just talking yesterday about doing a little short film or two over the holiday break. I know John will be, uh, traveling to see some family um, over the holidays and businesses are pretty slow here. So we thought, what if we take a couple weeks, um, to flex our creative muscle, um, kind of Take a break, not a break break, but a, a hey, let's not forget about uh, our own personal creative juices, something that may not be so on brand with Amarok. Yeah. Potentially, maybe there's something there, but just stuff that it's, it's, it's healthy to get out um, and, and practice. And in yeah. that way, we hone our skills for the business, too. Um, did you want to just maybe give a little insight as to what we're, the idea we're, we're thinking about or... Is that uh, still under wraps? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, uh, but it'll, it'll it'll be a short film. It, sure. That's, that's what I'm talking about. It would be like a short film that we might submit to some local festivals, some some national ones. Wow. And like that. Very so, cool. Will there be any sort of like promotion on Amarok about your personal projects? Or is that that you want to keep in we'll totally different? It. Yeah, yeah. we'll share it. At least share links to it. Like we have our YouTube channel, and we put a, we put our content on there too, right? To, yeah. To capture more eyes, so we'll we'll probably post it on there and. And point some 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 arrows to it. Very cool. And stay tuned for that. <laughs> <laughs> These guys um, are too modest to tell you, but they did win first and second place at uh, two different film festivals on the East Coast. So really, looking to bring home some medal for sure. <laughs> hey, tell okay, tell me about it. Uh, one one other thing, then I guess because we're we're probably going to return to one of the the uh, festivals we had a bit of success with success with was the good robot independent mm-hmm. film festival. Okay. Um, and so there were some, there were certain criteria uh, that was associated with that one. So it was a, a, it was a, it was a strange project that we ended up 
creating based on the criteria that was included. But we came up with a little short film that we are thinking about turning into more of an episodic series. Okay. Um, So really trying to just figure out, you know, like, what does that mean? How long is an episode compared to what we did one time? How how often can we keep turning them out? Is how much energy do we spend on it and all of that good stuff? What I'm getting at is we do have an episode in the can, as they say. And uh, another one scripted, ready to roll, too. So I think uh, apart from that short film we just kind of alluded to, we probably return to a couple of those episodes. Mm -hmm. And that is a a little featurette we call Figures for now, tentatively, potentially uh, uh, forever. Okay. Um, And we'll be releasing those. Happy to share those. And uh, and, and we had a lot of good response from it. It's more of the comedic side of us. Okay. Um, And it's nothing anyone is expecting ever. (laughs) So that's one of our favorite things too. We like to be a little abstract, a little different outside of the box, bring our different perspective to a a new community. So keep an eye out for that project. And and I think, yeah, we're going to work, work to get uh, everybody something, um, a, a little more of a taste of that project in the new year yeah it sounds like you guys have a very vibrant future ahead of you i'm really excited That's, about that well we're, we're we're trying to aim that way yeah and um just take take left foot right foot keep stepping in the right direction don't don't stand still and don't move back yeah matt you're really on point with these analogies man like you're uh, always stop. stop on the metaphor he's got them all written down <laughs> it's probably a deflection i'm just realizing right now i'm probably like i don't know what to say so i'll say something vague and mystique and, no we're just uh, we're 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 too creative at times we you know hey, it there's just, no it such thing as too out, creative you know? man no such thing I don't even know what to say <laughs> very cool okay i have some specific questions for you guys here so matt what's one thing about no Scotia that you miss a lot that you can't get here there's like three or four things and i'll list it i'll list have it. to well no. i'll boil it straight down to food okay yeah there's certain food um so the seafood's obviously outstanding let alone the lobster be number one you got lobster poutine i'm not going to get into all the lobster foods but we have donair meats over there and uh that that goes a long way donair sauce you guys can Google it, look into it. I'm not going to go recipe, break things down what it is, but it's basically how you eat your pizza a little bit better. So once you guys check that out, research it, maybe you'll uh, include some donair sauce John's around John's just like, <laughs> oh my God, just head and palm, just like shaking, <laughs> shaking his head. I couldn't hate donair sauce anymore, so... <laughs> He's been out here too long. Mm, um, I see. I, we really like, um, I'm going to say we, I, I know you asked me, I'm, I'll turn back to me here. The landscape. Yeah. Where we grew up there and know it so well and, and lived there, it feels like every nook and cranny is our is my home, is, is our home. Like yeah. when you live in Nova Scotia, as you do in, in, in you know, the interior and everything, you, you travel a lot of it. BC is so massive. I don't know if everybody in BC always sees all of BC even. No, But no. Nova Scotia is small enough, you can see all of it and you can live your life exploring all of it. So it's sort of a region where I don't see as just a small hometown. I see like that is a large home of mine where I have an expanse of friends over. So it's just like, it'll be nice to go back home and recap everybody on what's been going out here and, uh, and kind of like show them, uh, listen, it's sometimes nice to, to kind of get away and, and not be in the same place all the, all the, all the same time. Yeah. And, uh, another thing too, is it's kind of, I think similar in, in size to the Okanagan. So it'd be like, you know, Lake country, you know, Vernon, you know, Penticton, you know, yeah. Summerland, Peachland and all Kamloops, like all this area, that's like our province, and, and we have friends and family everywhere. Yeah. So it's just a, it's a large home. But yeah. That's just me. That, and I could go on about a million different things, so I'll stop there. Hey, no problem. You can keep going, man. Like, my computer can keep on going. <laughs> as long as my computer can go, you can keep talking, so. No, yeah. I guess probably just like the, the coastline. Right. You know, when you're a peninsula like it is, you're almost completely, you're almost an island, so you're almost completely surrounded by ocean. So like John said earlier, lakes, it's actually looks like it's, if you looked at a map and zoomed in on Nova Scotia, it looks like it's filled with holes of of water. There's so many lakes, so much coastline and beaches and things. That's why it was a good transition coming here is visited John and we're, you know, we're boating and having fun and you can go fishing, you can do anything you want on the water. So yeah, we've got to, and plus water's conducive to create creativity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really great calming properties too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's always, you know, I've always wanted to check out Nova Scotia. I'm not going to lie. Cause something about like, 
you hear about BC, it's got, you know, the things that it has, and I'm really happy to be living here instead of like in some village in India. But, <laughs> but I'm also, and I've, I've been to like the middle parts of Canada as well. I've, I've been as far as like Alberta, which is as middle as you think it might be. And then, I've, but I've never been to the East Coast. Like the furthest east I've gone is like um, uh, Niagara Falls and Toronto, okay. but I want to know what it's like <clears> to eat like real atlantic lobster and like seafood see the thing is i used to be vegetarian for 12 years and i literally quit being vegetarian this year and so i've been like diving in like (laughs) get into it yeah 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 yeah. man yeah like oh my god okay if i had known that i'd have brought just some random treat for you oh man yeah we're carnivores this wolf pack (laughs) (laughs) fits with the brand sick because if you were vegetarians i'd be like wait a minute (laughs) the east coast i'll say though you should definitely go check out sometime the people are lovely yeah I bet. everyone's friendly there i mean for the most part unless it's like maybe traffic jam time and you're gonna see a little road rage anywhere but yeah really yeah. people are just looking to welcome you in and have uh, have a kitchen party yeah any particular places that i should check out for lobster uh, the whole area region but yeah we'll point, we always point people i think kind of south southwestern nova scotia where um the the fishing grounds are prime yeah, um, yeah. like globally and so it's just going to be a, a few hours fresher or a day fresher if you go southern nova scotia right because i literally had lobster for the first time last week oh it's oh, wow. <laughs> did you, and did you like it oh yeah it was it's so such good a delicious sweet meat yeah well see the thing is here in the winter time well, near winter in Kelowna, like in the middle of the week, it's not the freshest, yeah. right? It was at a nice restaurant, that's for sure. And it was good. But uh, I was like, I'm sure it's better in Nova Scotia or like somewhere along along the Atlantic. We somewhere. hope so, because we boast so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, next question. I'll give it to Tyler. So so do you, uh, do you mostly shoot in black and white on your Pentax? that's a great question i uh i got that last summer like in the middle of the summer on kijiji or something someone was selling this uh this old analog pentax camera yeah yeah. i'd always said like i wanted to get a film camera and just kind of mess around with that a little bit more yeah yeah. and uh this one's a really simple one to start with because it's mostly automatic yeah um like there's hardly any settings other than your aperture and and your focus and stuff so yeah i have a canon k1 or sorry yeah it's a canon k100 is it Wait, maybe I'm getting this mixed up. K1. I think it's I think it is a Pentax K1000 actually. Okay. Yeah, I think. I might cool. be I might be mixing it up here, but um yeah, those are great cameras though. Yeah. And I think yeah, but my camera is the same as yours. It only shoots like you can only change the aperture and um and focus and that's it. But yeah. it's fun to shoot analog, it isn't is it? It is a lot of fun. It's it's so weird. Like I'm so used to our digital cameras and our phones yeah. that like, you know, you take a thousand shots of one thing and one of them's going to be great. But yeah. this is like, I take the one picture. I have no idea how it's coming out until like maybe a month later when I finally develop the film. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I recently got a few rolls of black and white, as you mentioned from, uh, within the film factory, there's another business called not dead dark room and they do only black and white development there Mm -hmm. because the local, uh, drug stores that still develop film have to send black and white away. So he does it right here in, in Kelowna. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying that out and it's really fun to play with like the shadows and everything like that. I like yeah. playing with taking photos of new technology, but with the old technology. Oh, that's funny. Sort of thing. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, uh, do you find yourself, do you think that you'd ever move on and graduate to like medium format or large format film or anything like that? Or is that sort of, I would love to like yeah. a goal of mine someday is to shoot even like a 16 millimeter film, like short film or something. Yeah, It makes no sense to do it these days. Well, have you seen music videos shot on film now? Cause they look so good. Well, it is an aesthetic of that. Like you get that graininess and that warmth that people always talk about with film. Yeah. But and even the zoom though, like when you see a zo- like an analog zoom lens, mm-hmm. it's so different from the lenses that you would buy from like Best Buy or something. Just the way that they do it is just like, oh, I can tell that's analog, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Gla- that's the weird thing is with all the change in technology, glass is the one thing that stayed very same, like a lot the same. Yeah. And we've noticed with even some of the photos I've taken with my Pentax, like when they're developed, if everything's in focus, it's just as clear as our like, you know six seven thousand dollar dslr or whatever so it's just it's insane how like film and 
that stuff we're just catching up to it and it's so such an old technology yeah yeah yeah, yeah and things are just starting to match that within uh in the digital world anyway yeah it's almost like we're just sort of um innovating in technology just for the convenience of it you know it's like mm-hmm. even though <clears throat> excuse me even though analog is just so um it's the clarity is just the same as digital as you were saying but it's just the convenience of being able to like take like three thousand photos in one sitting or just being able to like yeah. flip through them so quickly and then edit them on photoshop there's no dark rooms up there i'm gonna save that pun that you might be thinking about right there <laughs> but uh yeah no it's great i i mm-hmm. i love shooting in analog and digital there's so there's so much magic in capturing a photo in the first place but yeah it's great the one thing that like terrifies i like to do things that terrify me yeah <laughs> because that's usually when you kind of break out of your shell and things yeah and the one thing that's terrifying and exciting is the idea of shooting a film on film yeah and not being able to just check the playback immediately like we have to wait for that development and maybe we didn't get the shot maybe you know you've really got to make sure everything's perfect before you start rolling true and you like if you want to do it true to analog you're gonna have to cut and splice the film itself exactly yeah Yeah. i've got a little eight millimeter uh splicer and viewer yeah and i have a couple eight mil cameras but i haven't messed around with those either oh yeah i I need to buy some film the eight mil film's a little harder to get your hands on but yeah yeah like photography film is uh easy Mm -hmm. pretty easy to find right there's some local shops that sell that oh even the london drugs here is like fully set up for film still which is kind of weird but (laughs) i embrace it yeah 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 Yeah. um yeah they're totally capitalizing on the hipster market here right now (laughs) that's definitely i've been accused a couple times me too man (laughs) me too yeah yeah um okay now i want to shift my focus over to john here <laughs> so i have two questions for you actually oh i don't know if we got time <laughs> so i'll ask my first question what's your favorite ice cream oh how much time do you have oh dude like i said man my computer has two terabytes all right uh shout out to the parlor plug for the parlor here oh yeah they got the best ice cream hands down man don't go anywhere else if you haven't tried it, you're wasting your time. Quit quit go, your job. Do whatever around. you got to do. Go right now. But during Easter, they have a mini egg ice cream there, and it's it's better than real food. Oh, my it's God. It's good for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's by far the best flavor. What's your favorite flavor outside of Easter? What's each of your, each of your favorites? Okay. Well, I mean, cookies and cream is a staple. Okay. I'm like your uh, blueberry and raspberry cheesecake type of type of things. Okay, okay. I go heavy on the pistachio. Okay, my girlfriend's favorite is pistachio nice. and lavender as well, but my favorite coffee chocolate. Coffee chocolate is so amazing. That's a powerful flavor. It is dangerous watch me get fat and hate myself <laughs> with that ice cream if i had a tub of it fat yeah. and alert yeah <laughs> coffee <laughs> i love coffee chocolate man that stuff is so amazing um but uh, yeah parlor i was hoping you'd say that because they make the best ice cream hands down in Kelowna. honestly no, they're one of the no reasons cap. why we all moved here yeah <laughs> yeah it's awesome are great. Yeah. Service is great. yeah omar's the man honestly, omar's dope i've actually i follow him i want to get him on here he should this yeah. podcast is not sponsored by Parlor. <laughs> but if you're hungry for ice cream and you cannot get to Parlor, go without. Until <laughs> you get to Parlor. Yeah, go to Parlor. Legit. Yeah. They're not paying us at all, I promise. Not yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, um, yo, second question. How was skydiving for you, my guy? Oh, man. It was terrifying. I'm afraid of heights. Oh. Yeah. But I'm also the type of crazy that likes to conquer my fears. So it was on my bucket list to go skydiving. And the older I get, the more of a chicken shit I get. <laughs> so it was like a now or never kind of scenario. Somebody proposed it. Um, so it was it was uh, something else. I threw up before I got on the plane. <laughs> I jumped uh, at 13,500 feet. And I don't know if I'll ever do it again. <laughs> I yeah. still feel like I'm falling. So wow! Yeah. Luckily, yeah. <laughs> luckily I had a sweet, sweet woman on my backside that uh, coaxed me and sang "Tiny Dancer" in my ears the whole time. So, Tiny yeah. Dancer, why? Because I was actually going to a Nelton John concert right after that. Oh, yeah. And she's like, "What do you want to hear?" And I just said, "Tiny Dancer." So she sang to me while we jumped and. 
It was a moment. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so couldn't in, have done it without her. In the beginning of that day, you basically like nearly risked your life jumping out of a plane, and then later on, you got coaxed into being. You got lullabied by Elton John. Yeah, big time, big Dude. time. It was a big day for me. It's a dynamic day, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I think that jump is the one that inspired Will Smith to do his. <laughs> yeah, I think he copied us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, did you guys watch YouTube Rewind 2018? I didn't see it this year. Not no. 2018. No? Oh, okay, did you guys hear about it, though? Yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty trash. I'll, yeah. I'll, did you, did I, you see it? I did watch it, yeah, yeah. It was, it's, What's your take, then? <clears throat> you, you know more about us, more than us right now about it. Well, see, the thing for me was that it was just so, like... The thing is, my problem was that they got, like, Will Smith to start off the whole thing. Then they had, like, John Oliver and, like, uh, Trevor Noah. And, like, those guys aren't YouTubers. Those guys are just, like, mainstream people. And the thing to me was that they were trying to, like, they were trying to connect to the audience. But what they did was that they made it appealing for advertisers and make it be like, hey, this is a giant ad to show how, like, great and successful YouTube is and why we're so... Great. But the thing that they did was that they disconnected from the audience that actually mm-hmm. watches that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's at this point the most disliked video on all of YouTube right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I just sort of thought, and there were. That's got to be bad. It was honestly the. There's s- bad stuff on there. Yeah. It was <laughs> real bad stuff. There's some real bad stuff on there. <laughs> it was quickly the most disliked video like there's never been a video on youtube that has been disliked faster than that video do we have a an approximate on what the dislike counters at yeah i can look it up let's right use uh, let's use technology I here know what we're doing when we get back to the we're office. checking we're that out dislike. <laughs> disliking it without you're, watching you're not a part of the team you don't dislike youtube rewind yeah. 2018 that goes for all the listeners as well keep in mind okay youtube rewind 2018 what do we got here Okay, so it's got 12 million, or no, sorry, 121 million views. It's got 2.1 million likes and 10 million dislikes. Check out that ratio. It beat Baby by Justin Bieber as the most disliked video on YouTube. (laughs) You know, the sad thing is... (laughs) <laughs> they're going to go further viral because it's so bad that so many people are going to keep clicking on it and watching it and looking at it. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> that's the, we're now, talking about it yeah. more than 2017. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like 2017 we're, we're talking was bad about it. too. But like, I think that's it's kind of become a meme now. Like, let's yeah. dislike YouTube Rewind at this point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but no, nah, it's, it's crazy. I thought it was a little heavy-handed, to be honest, but uh, some parts of it, but... Yeah, YouTube YouTube's really changed over the past like two years, and I don't know if it's for the better. Yeah, you know what? The thing is that they're trying to they're they're catering to advertisers so much so that they kind of take away a lot of the content that everybody really liked, or at least a lot of the sort of like edge to it mm-hmm. that a lot of people really liked. Uh, what are your guys' favorite YouTubers, by the way? Um, account that I really like recently is uh, Patrick H. Willems. Okay, and he's a uh, um, he does video essays about films and he's set in New York and he's, uh, he does a great one on Paddington. I think everyone okay. should watch that. I'm a huge Paddington fan. Okay. Um, he just released one on the home alone movies. Oh, very cool. Which was, yeah, kind of with the season and everything, but yeah, I like, I really, really enjoy his video essays. Yeah. 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 I love I love video essays so much. I watch a ton of video essays on technology and music and oh my god, they're so they're so amazing. That genre is to me the most exciting, one of the most exciting um, forms of content on on YouTube, like hands down. Yeah. For sure. And it's just like I love going deep on every movie I watch or TV show. Like yes. I love knowing all the details or what the director was thinking and like as much info as I can. And that's what I love about a lot of these video essays. Yeah, is they give you a bit of context of and insight. what was going on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 I do too. As soon as I'm done watching a movie, I straight go to IMDb yeah, and look yeah. at all the trivia. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just love trivia and Easter eggs, especially when you mm-hmm. see Easter eggs like uh, honoring or mentioning or doing something, fa- some sort of fan service to stuff that you love. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just the best. I, I actually saw a screen grab on Instagram this morning, and I don't think this is a spoiler or anything, but Edgar Wright posted a screen grab from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And there's a shot where Spider-Man's in Times Square and one of the billboards is for Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Which I thought was like such a cool little hidden Easter egg in the background, right? Like, yeah, there's so much animated stuff. They crank in a lot of 
a lot of hidden secrets. Yeah. 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 Because they can. Exactly. Right? What do you fill those uh, frame frames with? Yeah. yeah so yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, an account that I, I like on, on YouTube is kind of more of an act like they've they've gone with a show format for it. Um, less so than like a personal vlogger or something. Um, maybe you've heard of them and it turned me into an addict, but, uh, hot ones. Oh, first we feast. Oh, I love hot ones. Their interviews are great. Yeah. And the premise is original. I mean, it's been bit off of now and and people are trying to replicate it or whatever, but it's hilarious. Sean Evans. And it's fun to do with your friends. Yeah. And, and like through Sean Evans and you're like with complex magazines, see a lot of other content too, that he does with a lot of artists and and musicians in, in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hot ones because they have every, you know comedians and actors and, and musicians and every different type of person on there all uh, yeah. kind of going through the, the hot wing gauntlet. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see people when their uh, their guards a little bit down yeah, and yeah. how they respond and how they present themselves. So <laughs> I thought kind of like just psychologically, it's a really cool insight into the the interview uh, game and how you might be able to shake things up and, and be really current. And Damn, if I had known that, I would have brought hot wings here to oh. get you guys to eat on the interview. <laughs> we're we're champions, right? We're addicts. We, Are we order them online. Those ones that you can't get in a store because they're stupid and, and they hurt people. We get we're them. Heat seekers. We heat, we're heat seekers. Yeah. We're, uh, we're pepperheads. Okay, and I'm Indian, so I'll get you to like eat some of my mom's food, yeah, see what you guys think. And shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, next time when you guys come back on here, I'll get some hot wings ready for you, and it'll be like, we'll, we'll get this going, man. I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love that. Maybe we film it. Maybe we do a little, uh, yeah, little yeah. vlog of, of uh, like maybe three or four wings that are super hot for everybody, not take yeah. too long, but yeah. have, some, uh, have some fun with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I went to New York City in September, right? And I went to Chelsea Market, which is right across from the Google headquarters right underneath YouTube headquarters and they have the heatnest over there the heatnest yeah. which is of course affiliated yes, with hot ones yes. they had all their hot sauces laid out interesting for you to try did you I did I started from the very least hot with yeah. my girlfriend we put it we put little dabs of uh, hot sauce on pieces of paper yeah. and we just put it in our mouth so no no chicken to like do anything to with the flavor so uh, we're going for it. We're going from the least hot to the most hot. My girlfriend taps out at level six, which is like 50% through. And I'm like, I gotta keep going. And I keep going at like level eight or nine or 10 or whatever. I start to cry. I'm actually yeah. crying when yeah. I do this. And, and, but, but my, my girlfriend's like, do you want some water? I'm like, no, I gotta get through this. Cause I was so inspired by Guy Fieri's hot ones where yeah, he wouldn't yeah. drink any water or any milk. And he seems so chill. I'm like, I gotta get He's through with beast. this. Yeah, He's mad points for respect on that yeah. guy. But do you, do you happen to know any of the names of those sauces, like or how hot they were? Uh, I asked the guy about the Scoville levels, but yeah. um, he was like, I don't know. But okay. um, apparently, Sean goes through that place quite a bit, or the Brooklyn location of the Heatness. But yo, I went all the way through. I tried every hot sauce with no water or milk. Awesome, good for you. So for thank you, you. thank you. Yo, I was, I was like. I was dying, man. I'm not going to lie. I felt, yo, honestly, I felt vibrations when I was hey, eating that this stuff. This is why we do it. Yeah. You, you feel different yeah, after. Different you it's do. Strange. It's weird. You do. And then, you know, at Chelsea Market, by the way, if you guys want to flip through um, as you, okay, so just, uh, okay, here's all the hot sauces. You can just swipe this okay, way to, yeah, get, yeah. to see all the individual sauces, but um, you might recognize a few of those. I already recognize a bunch of them from the labels there. Yeah, Los Calientes, I tried that one. Yeah, yeah, that's was a classic. It, on it was, yeah, yeah. Did they sell um, the Hot Ones brand sauces in there? They didn't have that there, no. I really wanted to try because every celebrity was like, oh, this is so good, you know? I'm just like, I wonder if these guys are paid to say that. Yeah, but they oh, just, you know they, are. they always it's land on be. that and are like, oh, this is good. You know, I'm just like. I can't tell with Sean when he's like, oh, Thanks. Well, you know, we actually made that ourselves. I don't know if he's like actually <laughs> saying surprised and therefore that was a genuine comment or he's just following it up with, you know, we made it ourselves, which is a, yet another plug for it. I can never tell. Yeah, I but know. They do get a lot of positive feedback on their the middle one, it's the hot ones. Um, yeah, 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 the delicious the one there. The, Los Calientes, yeah. yeah, and even the versions before that. You yeah, know, like, they get a lot of honest feedback if it's honest. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but but it, people don't need to say it unless they're prompted. I don't know how much of that show's edited. It seems like because sometimes you get a, you get a glimpse into that show. You're like, oh, 
there's cameras here and they're they're yeah. taking a spot and you can see when people uh like have their fits and have to come back yeah so yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. what's being said behind the curtain but but hey but yeah. i got i went and bought some of those sauces based on what they said so <laughs> damn yo I, I would love to try some of those yeah. sauces too okay. again Again, yeah. it's an experience. But um, we were going in order of something. I don't remember what... Oh, yeah, favorite YouTubers. Yeah, yeah, YouTubers, John, what's your favorite YouTuber, yeah. man? Um, man, that's such a broad question. Amrock Media Co. <laughs> plug, for sure. Counts, but... Um, I go through phases, though, honestly. I use YouTube for a lot of, like, informational and how-to videos more than anything. Obviously joe rogan plug that i list i watch the videos yeah, instead of the podcast he's the OG. Yep. for some reason it's just more electric i find um but yeah i would i would have to say he's my most watched i guess yeah, yeah. He's probably my to be fair he's probably my most watched he's everybody's sure, yeah. well most people's yeah. so yeah. i feel bad saying that but what's up joe rogan <laughs> coming at you now. Coming at you. <laughs> next podcast yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, great. I think I've kind of like hit all my um, questions here, except for this final one. Who's Strider? Uh, who's who's dog? Local celeb. Yeah. So Strider adopted me and my girlfriend oh. uh, about a year or so ago. Strider comes from my hometown, hometown, but we were living in Halifax and we wanted a dog and we knew somebody who needed to rehome a, a guy. Okay. So he's not like a rescue by any means, but we, we took him off the hands of an older woman who couldn't take care of him anymore. So he's my Samoid, my uh, six-year-old purebred Samoid, and uh, we have fun with him. He's got quite a personality. He's got his own account. You can go he's so check fluffy. his Instagram out at Strider Samoid. Yeah. He's always fluffy, always smiling. He's very classy. He's got a new video out. He's got a, a holiday Yule log, so it's him in front of a fireplace for an hour and twelve minutes. Is that actually a straight shot for that an hour? Is and a, it's on YouTube. No, how 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 did you get on, that? Does that dog always just chill by the fireplace biz. like that? He just chills. He's here to hang out with us. Yo, he's not a regular dog. He's got human <laughs> eyes. You'll see that if you go see the video. I noticed that. Yeah. Yo, I noticed that. There's a link to our full video in our bio too. If anyone wants to actually go see, it's just something cool to set on the TV and do your your holiday thing with. Yeah, uh, but nice he's crackling. he's interesting. There's a nice crackling fire. He eats carrots. That's his. Uh, his <laughs> he eats carrots every day. That's his favorite food. Cute. And so uh, just to make sure he was content, we slipped him the odd carrot every 15, 20 minutes, and you can watch him crunch on those. You'll probably never have more joy in your life. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, everybody go check out Strider and follow that dog. Honestly, like, and who's the star in this a whole Amarok thing? It's, it's Strider. Strider. And he's open to collaborating with anybody listening. Yeah. Uh, little known secret, Amarok is actually based on Strider, that logo. That's Strider right that's, there. Yeah, that's him when he was thinner. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, no, now I'm genuinely out of questions. I don't really have very much to ask, uh, except for actually, do you guys have any questions for me at all? Um, what do you, what do you have going on? What's your thing? People probably never ask or talk to you. Do you get, you get to talk about yourself enough? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I ask every guest, like if they have any questions for me at all. And what I have going on is that, uh, I have this podcast going on. Um, I, what I'm trying to do is I, there's a, a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that I'm trying to like iron out. There's a lot of work in front of me for that. And I'm gonna, and I'm actually planning on adding a few extra things. I feel Ooh. like right after high school, I, I got a lot of um I got I, I didn't like I went to college but I also spent my time just like having fun and just like going to shows and like meeting a few people so I wanted to sort of tell different stories based on that like for example um in 2012 I met like Tyler the creator oh, cool. uh, in the peak of like odd future time so that was a story I wanted to tell I met like Lil B and like create like other people like that I met Casey Neistat like, uh, okay, cool. in September and so like little stories like that so I wanted to sort of like express them and maybe I'll find a way to sort of lay that out there in for in uh, the for the culture canada world That's and cool. so We'd be... I'm, and i'm planning on uh rebranding a little bit re you know like really like getting it ready for 2019 awesome. you know so We'd, that's we look that. forward to hearing those stories those are those are the interesting ones thank you very much we, especially like when when even by virtue of through someone else get to experience someone who's whatever level of in influential they have, if, if there's success in their industry and it's all tied that the entertainment arts industry is, for us is all tied together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. If the only way I can speak to Ka to Casey Neistat is through you, <laughs> I still want to hear that story. Yeah. And so, yeah, we look forward to, to seeing those come. Be, uh, we should film it really. 
you telling these stories and stuff, right? Oh, oh, well, boys, oh, <laughs> let's see what happens. Yeah, that's something we could talk about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, um, cool. Uh, anything else you guys like would like to say? Anything you'd want to bring out to the world? Um, also, definitely plug yourselves, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was just going to plug our Instagram, which is at Amarok Media, um, our Facebook page, Amarok Media Co., um, our a- website, A M A R O K. Yeah, that's. Which I'm sure the spelling will be on the, in somewhere in the title oh, of yeah. this podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sure. always put the links up. Yeah. And of course, our website where you can contact us, howl at us, as we like to say, amrockmediaco.com. There you go. Yeah. Very cool. Um, great. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you guys. You guys should definitely follow those guys. They they're doing some really cool work. It's really cool to see what Thank they're you. doing in their 2019. Nice. Kind of you to say. Yeah. 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 No problem. And your 2019 looks very vibrant. I'm very looking forward to this next year. I think we it's going to be so much fun. We can't wait for the next time we speak. There's going to be more context. It'll be what have you done since then? And we'll have all kinds of exciting exactly. things. And that's kind of the, the whole deal. And I want to turn this into a video podcast type deal. Cause you know what? It's like cool to have a conversation, but it's another thing to like, you know, I want to show off this room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to like show like, Hey, look, man, I have a sparkly glitter wall on yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I wondered if like this was a party that went crazy, if this was a little sister that went crazy, if yeah. this was your own personality. I'm that's that going little crazy. sister. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, it was my idea. My girlfriend did such an amazing job. I suck at painting, but yeah, I have. I think, but I like my ideas. So I was like, <laughs> I, I was that's like, a great statement. <laughs> I like my ideas. Good, good. So I basically just sort of was like, okay, look, in this room, I want to have. I, I want to have like this coral sort of color on one, like in some walls, I want yellow in some walls and I want like three black walls. So one black wall is this glitter wall here. Basically what we did was, um, we poured a bunch of glitter into, yeah. And if you feel it's totally flat, like you can't feel any of the sparkles, but I basically had this like glitter and I poured it into this very black bucket of paint. We mixed it. And then we, then we looked inside the bucket and like all the sparkles are gone. We can't see anything anymore. So we're like, ah, this plan's not going to work. Then we poured it into the little tray where you have the roller go into. And when you apply it onto the wall, it shows up. It's the most amazing thing. And as it dries, it goes more and more sparkly. It's so Mm. sick. And as you shine light on it or you move around and light moves, the sparkles move too. And I think, uh, I think it'd be just so sick to have this like on video. It's already been on video once actually. Um, there's a rapper from Kelowna now in Vancouver named Dead Rose. Who's got a music video that we shot in here with this wall, but uh, I want to get it more out there. Um, and I want space. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, and this yellow wall I want behind me. Um, and you guys have the coral wall. It's sort of like also branding and marketing too, right? Because, um, you know, that color is actually very much sort of like a part of the For the Culture Canada brand. Mm-hmm. And um, that wall right there, um, to your guys' right, is actually a black chalkboard wall that you can write on to. Nice. Okay. Stuff yeah, nice. the faded stuff we tried to wipe off, but it just didn't come off right away. So I have to reapply and then seal it, and then it'll be good. And then the final black wall is is actually the door frame and we also put co- a colored glitter over there as well okay yeah so That's you'll fun. see that as you guys like exit so yeah, yeah. Sweet yeah. Space. yeah. thank you i appreciate that yeah. a lot yeah um and i want it to be kind of like a cozy chill hangout spot and uh, the colors are supposed to be um kind of um they're supposed to stimulate your stimulate your senses a little bit yeah so yeah but uh, anyway, um, I don't really have very much else to say to you guys. I think I've nailed every single question that I wanted and more. I didn't think that we were going to get into hot sauces here. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being a part of the show, guys. I really, really appreciate it a lot. This is a fun show. Thanks for thanks reaching for out to have us. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. I appreciate it. Can't wait to do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And once again, I wanted to let you guys know to follow Amarok Media Company. They're on Instagram. They're on Twitter. They're on YouTube. They're all over the place. And make sure you check out their website as well and see what they're up to and make sure that you follow us at for the culture canada on apple podcasts on spotify google play all that stuff we're out there and make sure that if you follow any of us um on you know whatever platforms if there's a rating system please rate us rate the show rate amarok media if you've worked that with them and uh, reach out and uh you know it really helps us grow as uh, young businesses and young brands and everything like that and um yeah um and make sure that you follow us on uh, instagram and facebook as well at for the culture canada and i will see you guys later have a great day y'all see ya